Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Steady Focused. I am your host, I am your number one, Mr. Simeon Hendricks. You know guys, coming off the big interview we just did with Tyler Babin, talking about documenting Gary Vaynerchuk's life, it really got me thinking about the person who first introduced me to Gary Vaynerchuk, and that was years ago. But it was a man by the name of Jared Polin, Frono's Photo. So I reached out to him. I said, hey, I'm a big fan. Um, we went back and forth, and now here he is. So, guys, tonight we have on the show the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Jared Polin, Frono's Photo. And, guys, if you don't know who Jared is, if you don't know who Frono's Photo is, I don't believe you. Not only is this man a world-renowned photographer, but this man is the epitome of long game consistent content creation. He has been consistently putting out a video, not every month, not every week, every day on YouTube for years. He's accumulated over 600,000 subscribers, 89 million views. So if you've ever searched anything, photography and YouTube, I'm 99% sure you've heard of this man. So please, let's give a big, steady, focused welcome to my friend, Mr. Jared Poland, Frono's Photo. What's up, Jared? Hey, how's it going? Thank you for having me. Man, I appreciate it. Um, man, we were talking earlier about Gary Vaynerchuk. So, man, let's just start there. Talk about, you know, how you first met Gary. As I recall the story, it was something like uh, you went to a conference and he was there and you stood out to him as, as someone who was doing something special. Well, yeah, I, mean, I was photographing an event uh, called Underground. This guy named Yannick Silver had, had these big events that he put on and Gary Vee was speaking there and I was the photographer. Uh, didn't pay to go to a $3,000 event. I just volunteered. Well, didn't volunteer. I said, I'd like to shoot your event. You don't have to pay me. Just pay for my hotel room and I'll come and do it. So okay. uh, I was sitting in the front, in front of the front row, uh, in front of the stage, because as a photographer, you can get closer. You can do whatever you want, basically. Uh, and Gary was talking about hair. Uh, he was talking about business cards and all that stuff. So I threw my hair pick up there to show him. And, and he thought that was pretty cool. And um, but honestly, before he started speaking, I wasn't looking forward to listening to what he had to say because I thought he was another typical New Yorker, uh, obnoxious New Yorker. Mm. Um, but once he started talking and he, and he said this, he, he was just saying it like it is. There's no secret to success out here. Just beat the shit out of it, crush it, go out there and do it. And, and mm. that resonated because everybody else that I was hearing speaking at other events were saying the opposite. Like you need to do this and, and you need to, you need to know this secret and go here and talk to this person instead of just being good at what you are good at. Mm. So what, okay. At that point in your career, you know, what was going on with you as far as, uh, putting yourself out there in your show and being a personality, where were you at uh, along that path? I, I didn't have any, I didn't have a show. Okay. I didn't have Frono's photo. It didn't exist yet. Oh, okay. It wasn't even an idea. It was, uh, it was precursor to all of that. I mean, oh my, that didn't happen. Uh, till 2010, Frono's photo launched June 1st of 2010. This had to be somewhere in 2008 or nine. Oh my. So no, I mean, I didn't know what I was doing yet. I didn't have I mean, part of going to these events and going as a photographer and not paying to do it was 
to, to just get as much information as I could. And the one thing I learned from most of the events was uh, what not to do. Ah. And some of the early events I went to were people talking about how you can exploit any niche, even if it, even if you're not into it, you're not passionate about it, doesn't matter. One guy's like, I have 18 different products in 18 different markets, dog walking ah. and this. And it's like, well, that doesn't sound like it interests me. And if it's, it, okay. if it's not your niche, then, you know, if you're not passionate about it, you probably won't be uh, enjoying it. Wow. So this is, so you hadn't even, did your first video go up when Frono's photo, you know, started? Was that video one? No, no. I had okay. a couple of things I toyed with okay. a couple of years prior. Um, like, uh, I don't, did I, I guess I put up a test in 2008 of me trying to do some photo stuff. And okay. then in 2009, I think I had a camcorder that I used and okay. put some stuff up and saw a little bit of traction going on, but then I didn't stick with it for a long time. And, okay. and really, I mean, there was maybe three videos or so that I did and okay. I just didn't, I didn't have the right mindset yet. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. And then, and then something happened and it just flicked the switch and just went. And I mean, was meeting Gary that day, was that one of the switches? I don't know if that was one of the switches. I just, okay. I, I think it was good to hear somebody go up there in the industry and, and say, there's no secret to success. Be really good at what you do and, and put it out into the world. I mean, that uh -huh. was the start of it. I, I, yeah. I still wasn't ready. I still didn't launch, but when I did, I didn't stop. I mean, I, I didn't okay. stop for years. Yeah. And then, so how far along were you? The show was out when you interviewed him, right? I remember seeing the Which video. Show? Uh, I, I thought it was Frono's photo, an episode I saw, or something, and you were in a, a, a small office with Gary. Well, that was, you were yeah, I mean, that was Raw Talk, so that's years... Raw Talk, okay. That was years after starting Frono's photo itself. Okay, okay. And then the podcast was what came after, or came a couple years later. So what's different? What's the main difference from zero views, hey, I, this might be cool, to... 89 million views what's different in, in terms of what maybe mindset oh i i still have the mindset of i just want to create some cool shit that people are going to like uh yeah. that i enjoy making uh -huh. of course it's a little different now when you you have to play the game of how to get the views and how to get people's eyes and how to get them to pay attention in a world where it's they're constantly bombarded by different stuff but i'm not going to employ any uh weird tricks or any bullshit i'm just yeah. gonna keep putting out quality content people are gonna consume it they're gonna enjoy it they're gonna find it they're gonna watch it and so what drives you man what's what's your ultimate what's the what's the man I'm, i gotta wake up and keep producing because it's incredible the amount that you've put out well, i mean it's it's absolutely i mean it's undescribable so i mean what is it that tells you yeah this is it <laughs> Well, what's the alternative? Sitting around doing nothing? Ah. So I, I can't sit around and do nothing. It just, that that sucks. I, I, I don't want to go sit on a beach. I don't want to go relax. I don't want to go anywhere and do nothing. I want to create, and that's, and that's what I set out to do. Because if I'm not, I feel like I'm dying. So I don't wow. want to do it. Man, that's, that's good. That's a great line that I could hear. Even just hearing your voice right there say it, I mean, that's like, man, that's cool. I'm going to listen to that a few times. So uh, tell us, what's a typical week look like for you? A typical week? 
never ends. Yeah. <laughs> they just all flow together because I'm working. Okay. I work all the time. I mean, Mondays okay. maybe sit with the team and, and go over what we're, we're looking to do. But a lot of it is filming the filming the content, getting the content edited while while it's being edited. After we filmed it, I'm working on some other stuff, some videos that I can make on my own, uh, mm -hmm. launch the app, working on the app. Yeah. Uh, all different types of things. I mean, it, it's nonstop. It's it's a constant. Let's wake up. Let's put posts up. Let's interact with the community. Yeah. Go eat, go to the gym, that type of stuff. And how what keeps you from burning out? Do you think what's do you, do you plan breaks in, you know, do you say, Hey, every third week I got to take an extra day off or every I don't six take months? Day. No, no, okay. I'm working every day. It doesn't yeah. like when I say working every day, I may mm -hmm. work for 12 hours or I may work for three hours or there's a day where you go out on a photo shoot. Well, yeah. I, I don't even consider doing the real world reviews as work, but yeah, that means in the morning I've spent the time preparing the day for the posts and the things that need to go live on Facebook and, and doing that type of stuff. But then, I mean, I almost said that I almost said that a real world reviewer going out and shooting for eight to 12 hours of doing work isn't yeah. work, but that's what I look forward to is shooting those, those types of reviews. That's what people want to yeah. see. That's what I want to create. It's a lot of work, but the that, team that we have, we put that stuff out and we do it do it well. How many are on the team now? I have two full-time people and wow. a couple of subcontractors out around the country that do different tasks here and there. But yeah. you know, I got Steven who's been with me for a long while, who's the main guy who does uh, a lot of shooting with me and a lot of a bunch of editing. Then I have a, a full-time editor that we're now transitioning into uh, getting him to do more of the edits so that we can double up, triple yeah. up, do more. Yes. Wow, that's exciting. Uh, you know, I just hearing you say that makes me, you know, look at it kind of in a different way about pushing out the content. And, you know, it's 2017 and these are the businesses we're growing and the product is content creation, right? So uh, that's cool, man. I was just thinking if it was back in the 1800s, you know, our product would be farming. And so we'd be looking for more acreage, right? So... I, I really like the way you said that. So in Philadelphia, man, that's where you're at, yeah? Yep. What's the best place to eat? Well, it depends. What, what are you looking for? Man, if, if I roll in, I say, Jared, hey, first time in Philadelphia. I don't even know anything about this place other than you're here and we're talking. Where where would we go? Well, it depends. There's a bunch. It depends the day of the week. If it's a, between a Wednesday and a Saturday, you can go to Bedia and get some of the best pizza in the world uh, uh, if, if you can get one. Uh, yeah. He only makes 40 a night on Wednesday, oh Thursday, gosh. Friday, Saturday, and he has no phone, and you have to wait in line. People get in line starting at 4 o'clock. He opens at 5.30. The last pizza comes out at 10.30. So it's all... Uh, based off of time, the slot that you get in. So that's Whoa. one thing, the pizza. I frequent this place called North Third multiple times a week because it's consistently good and priced right. You can go to this place like Morimoto. There's a bunch of different places you can. There, there's there's a good handful of places that I'll I'll go to. If you like pho, you can go to Stock. I go there for lunch quite often. Yes. So I'm, I'm in an area where there's a ton of food, and it's constantly expanding right now. Talk about some of the roadblocks that you've encountered along the way. Maybe with photography, one of the hardest concepts for you to grasp. And maybe when you did get it, you know, the light bulbs went off, epiphanies, you know, all of this. 
I said, I just think roadblocks are personal roadblocks early on. Uh, not, let's see, how do I want to say it? Mm-hmm. Basically, I got some success when I was younger. I started shooting at 13, started professionally shooting, getting paid at 15, and f- feeling like I didn't need to assist people. I didn't need to go find somebody to sit in their office and do the dirty work and, and do all of that stuff. And and so I think that it, that hurt me a little bit uh, as I was progressing, you know, because you, you start to hit a point where you didn't make the connections. You didn't... Uh, hang around with other creatives and that's important stuff to do you didn't put yourself in places to be successful so one of the roadblocks for me was was actually pulling a 180 because before i started frono's photo i was afraid to share my stuff i didn't want to share and not not my photos but share the information share help other people become better because i thought that if i did that then i would be giving away my secrets and then i wouldn't get the jobs and somebody else would get it and then okay then I pulled a 180 with Frono's photo. That was the block I got through was, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to put out as much information as I want because nobody can do what I do. Just like I can't do what they do. Well, depends on what it is. But, yeah, you know, that that's the whole point is that I was able to switch and go from somebody who kept all the secrets to uh-huh. just giving it all away. And and giving it all away has brought you peace and success and happiness. Well, I don't know about peace. I don't think anything brings no? me peace. No, I'm not. Really? Oh, really? No, I'm not. No, I'm never good. Well, I mean, but just peace as you know, like a human, like peace and you know harmony. No. You seem like you, there's oh, no harmony in me. There's really? no harmony. I can't do yoga. I can't do mindfulness. Okay. I just create i do and okay. i worry about it and i question okay. it and i question everything i do uh-huh. non-stop is this the right thing did i make the right decision should i be going to dinner here or should i be going to dinner there the most okay. mundane things in my head get fucked up because yeah. that's just how my head works it's i question everything wow a great answer man so what's your thought for a young person who's coming out, or an older person, but young to the craft, on continuing education? What, what's the best way for someone to learn? Is it, yeah, I'm, I answer. What do you think, sir? Just, just do it. Yeah. And there's no secret to that. You want to learn something, fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Figure it out. And that's, that's it. I mean, there's, there's no secret <laughs> to that one. Man, that's good. Just fucking do it. Well, uh, Jared, I mean, I, I really appreciate you coming on, and uh, this has been fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I'm just kind of looking through. I just want to make sure I've... Uh, well, let's talk about the app, right? you got this brand-new app that has come out. The artwork on it looks great. I don't know who did that for you, but the logo is awesome. Thank you. Talk a little bit about it, please. Sure. So... My Gear Vault is what it's called. You can check it out at mygearvault.com. It's on iOS currently coming soon for Android. It's the best app that allow you allows you to input, organize, and protect your gear. Uh, so you know what you have and what it's worth is one of the slogans we go with. allows you to input your gear into a secure vault. 
One of my favorite functions and features about it is that you can take a picture of your receipt and always have that stored with you, along with the serial number. Uh, you can create kits, and they go into different categories. So you could have your wedding kit, your concert kit, your sports kit, whatever you want to do, you can create. The whole point is to help people know what they have and what it's worth so they can better protect it. And the protect is the big thing. The protect is the insurance aspect. A lot of photographers who are professionals and anybody who takes a photo, anybody who gets paid a dollar or anybody who's losing money going out and working is considered a professional and you need professional liability and inland marine insurance you need coverage you need to protect yourself and there's no way to to beat around the bush of insurance it sucks that everybody needs to have it but you have car insurance to protect you in your car you have your professional life you know you've got homeowners and you you need to protect your professional end of it uh so you need to cover your camera gear you need to cover yourself in case you're uh let's say somebody trips over your bag and breaks a leg and they sue you, mm. you need to be covered because if you're not, they're going to try to take everything you own. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it's just the yeah. educational part. The whole point behind making it is that there's a lot of people that send me emails and say, will you support my GoFundMe? All of my stuff got stolen. Yes. And my answer is, did you have insurance? Or my response is, did you have insurance? And many times it's no. Uh, and of course, they go looking for it after the fact. But I, I take that as... I can't really get fully angry with them for doing the GoFundMe, but on the flip side, who's out there educating about what is proper coverage for people? The yes. insurance companies don't do it. People think the insurance companies are out to screw them. I like to say they're not out to screw you. They're just not out to educate you to help you get what you need to uh -huh. get the right coverage. So part of the app for my gear vault is the aspect of educating people on what is the proper coverage? We're not an insurance company. We just help people get the right coverage. Uh, yeah. and, and I'm not afraid to say whatever I want to say about insurance companies because that's it, we know what insurance companies are. They yeah. do what they need to do to maybe not cover you, but we're giving people the tools inside of My Gear Vault. Whether you go and get an insurance quote through our app or you download and export a CSV file and send it over to your insurance company, we're, make, we're giving you the tools to make sure that you know what you have, what it's worth, and protect yourself. Wow. That's cool, man. I didn't realize it was so deep. You know, I thought and I failed was... at educating so far then. Well, oh, okay. Well, um, I just, I hadn't drilled in. I haven't watched any videos on it. So I, I don't want to critique it that way. I've just, I've been seeing it, seeing the logo and I've seen a couple of screenshots, but now hearing you, I'm like, oh, wow. Well, all it now is. I really I, understand what I made a three and a half minute trailer, which basically runs everybody through the app. But once people start using it, they get it. They see that, oh, I can simply and easily put in all of my gear quickly, store my receipts, store my serial numbers, store whatever it is I want to put in there. Even if I don't have camera gear and I want to put in musical equipment, you can mm. do that. It's not designed for that right now, but you can manually enter whatever the hell you want and secure it in your vault. Use it to organize whatever you want to organize. Put your watches in there. Put your put whatever you want in there i mean that's that's the point it's designed to be versatile it's called my gear vault because it's my gear vault it's your gear whatever your gear may be jared i think that's brilliant dude i mean just talking from like let's say entrepreneur to entrepreneur right i think that is incredible that you have created that and there's so much i mean that's that's an awesome product Great job, man. Thanks. Great job. So 
you know, uh, what would what do you say to someone who's in a situation like myself, Jared? Here I am, you know, I'm pushing, building this brand. We're on episode 17. I mean, we're here, loving life. What do you say to Jared on episode 17 of, of any of this? What do I say to myself? Sure, or what do you say to me, either one? Well, what are you doing other good, than this? Good question. Well, I work at a... Uh, uh, an agency, so I'm a photographer and videographer. That's my day job. I work at an agency, and then on the evenings and the mornings, then uh, I'm interviewing people and I'm putting out pieces, uh, just talking about documenting my journey as I learn more with photography and more with videography, and then sharing what I learn. That, that's you, what's going on. Is it just the podcast? Well, no, it comes out on YouTube, and, you know, we got a video going, and then uh, I put it on Facebook, and then we've got the, it goes on iTunes as well. Sure. I mean, yeah. that's doing what you need to do. You just yeah. need to go out and interact with people, get people to pay attention. What, what, uh, did, what do you do when you get to a moment like you want to give up? Did you ever feel like you want to give up? Is there give up inside of you? No, I, I didn't hit that point. Mm-hmm. It, it grew. It was a steady grow. I mean, it was small yeah. Yeah. at the beginning, a couple hundred views here, a couple hundred views there. Yeah. But I didn't know any different. I just kept yeah. doing it. Make a Wake up, make a video. Sorry. Wake up, shoot a video, edit the video, post a video, interact with people, mm -hmm. go to lunch, come back from lunch, mm -hmm. shoot a video. Well, think about an idea, shoot a video, edit the video, put it up into the world interact with people till one two in the morning go to sleep wake up and do it all over again for the next seven years well i mean didn't do oh, wow. that for seven years but yeah but I, I i kept going at that rate for a long time sometimes yes, it was two videos did. a day sometimes it was one video a day you know and it's just oh my gosh continue 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 and and so while you were doing this while you're on the climb you were paying your bills with photography right i mean is that yeah oh. the photography stuff sustained me i, I shot uh -huh. a bunch of weddings for the couple years prior okay the wedding stuff was good money plus yes. i had it i was living at home so that didn't hurt right yes so yes so i had a leg up there but i was still 29 living at home before i started fronos photo yeah. i didn't start it till i was 29 years old okay huh and I made a, you know, I made a change at 29. You know, mm -hmm. I, I transformed my body for one. I started to work out so I could, okay. and I think that gave me the confidence to get in front of the camera more. Uh, and I just, what, what constantly resonates in the back of my mind is that I wanted to do something and I didn't say when I turn 30, I'm going to do something. I decided right then and there because I had the idea that I wanted to change something that I fucking did it. And there's too many people out there that want to make a change. And I get it. There's different situations that people are in where they can't physically make the change for personal reasons. But there's many things that if you want to quit, you just fucking quit. You quit whatever you're doing and you start something else. Or you want to do something, you just do it. You know? Mm -hmm. You want to do it? Just go do it. Don't, don't wait till a specific date and time. Just start now. You have an idea, just do it. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> that's great, man. That's a kick in the teeth, and I mean, in a great way. In a great way. Jared, uh, I appreciate your time. I don't want to keep you on, you know, too much longer. Is there any final thoughts, anything else you'd like to say, sir? No, I got to go edit some video and yeah. uh, get the post ready for tomorrow. There you go. Back to the, to the grind that is a joy.
Yep. So, uh, Jared, I really appreciate it, man. Thank you for taking the time. So, ladies and gentlemen, keep tuning in. My name is Simeon Hendricks. We have had the man on this evening, Mr. Jared Pollan, Fronos Photo. So, you guys keep tuning in. Until next time, I'm Simeon Hendricks, and this is Steady Focused. 